Hello and welcome to the Every Child Every Day podcast. I'm your host, Rob Arnold. For the 2020-2021 school year, Amherst County Public Schools has chosen its Teacher of the Year. In a year where the efforts given by all staff was extraordinary, it was extremely difficult to choose just one. I believe, however, that we were able to find the person that truly personified our belief in every child every day. Please join me for this very special conversation. like to welcome the Amherst County Public Schools 2020-2021 Teacher of the Year, Ms. Ruth Matheny. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm glad you've joined us and um, would like for you to start this by giving us a little bit of background, kind of how you started in education, what your current role is, you know, those kinds of things so people can get a a sense of who you are and where you've come from. Sure. Well, um, I'm actually from Amherst County, so I've Lived here all my life, and I grew up with a mom who was a teacher, so I've got to see firsthand the impact that educators can make on students' lives, and so I always kind of wanted to be a teacher when I grew up, but when I got to college, I became interested in science and engineering, so I went that route and worked in that field for about five years, and as an engineer and in that role, part of my responsibility was to run or be the administrator for our software testing program. So I did a lot of online training with our staff to try to get them um, confident with those skills, what we needed them to do for testing that software. And so working with those adults and my colleagues really led me back to my passion for teaching. And uh, so I went back to school, got my... um, endorsement in elementary education, which was really important for me because being in a male-dominated field like engineering, you know, you don't see a lot of women in that field. And so um, that was something that I really wanted to get working with students at a younger age, especially young females, to see that it doesn't really matter what you want to do. It doesn't matter if female women were not in that field. If you're passionate about it, that you can do it. And so I worked as a classroom teacher for several years, and then I really became interested in um, the science of reading and how our brains work and how do we learn to read. So I went back to get my reading specialist endorsement. And And uh, so currently you are at Elon Elementary as the reading specialist. So let me go back to uh, your mother as an educator. Yes. Did uh, did you have her uh, as a teacher? I did not. She... Um, taught in Bedford County okay. for a number of years, and she came to Amherst County, actually, after I graduated. Yeah, so. your, your story is a little similar to mine in that I, my mother, actually, she taught me in the fifth grade, <laughs> which is, is horrifying. But, uh, you know, I went to college and pursued something very different, and it wasn't until later that I felt like, oh, this is in my blood. So there obviously are are the influences in our lives kind of lead us back to kind of where we we probably we need to be that's right space. yeah yes. so let's let's talk first about just the the teacher of the year you know what does what does that mean to you to be to to be selected by your peers um, as teacher of the year well honestly i i really think that recognition for educators is very important because it's a, such a selfless job what we do impacts so many lives. Um, There was a study recently that I looked at 
about the impact that teachers can make on students' lives. And there was something like 88% said that teachers played a positive influence on their life. And so when you think about the number of kids that are graduating this year, I mean, that number is astronomical, millions. And so what we really do makes a huge difference. And so that was, it's very humbling, very, um, it's such an incredible honor because I feel like there are so many deserving educators in our county that it was very special to be selected as the, the top yeah. uh, teacher. Yeah, and I'll add to that stat that, um, you know, education research is difficult because you can't experiment on children. That's, right. You just can't get those kinds of answers. But the one thing that has been proven over and over and over again, the most important factor uh, out that are controlled by schools, right, internal to schools, is the quality of the teacher. Yes. Right? Those, those That has the greatest impact on student achievement. And so it is important for us to to be able to honor not only all of our, our teachers, but also the, the one that kind of stood out for the year. So... Um, so this is a question that as a, as a principal, when I was a principal, I interviewed teachers. I always asked this question because I, I felt like it kind of got to the heart of what that person was about. So if you have a student go home after the first week of school and ask, uh, and their parents sit down and say, hey, what, what's it like to be in Ms. Matheny's class? What would you want that student to say about you? I think this is a really neat question because it really gets you to think about from the kids' perspective, you know, what's happening in your class. And so I think uh, there are several things that I would want them to say, you know, maybe not so much in these words, but I would like them to think that my class is engaging and that we have fun, even though we're we're learning something difficult um, and challenging. I want them to feel encouraged and supported with, you know, these skills that sometimes you know, reading can be a frustrating thing for a child when they're learning how to read and experiencing difficulty. So I would hope that they felt supportive. Um, I would hope that they would say that persistence is valued. Um, that's something important for me, especially working with struggling readers, that, you know, we keep keep going, we keep trying, we don't give up. And I hope that they would say that I'm their biggest cheerleader in that regard. Awesome. So uh, this year, obviously this year has been uh, very different. And, you know, I've, I, I've tried to say this and tried to communicate this all year that, you know, while this has been difficult and there have been challenges, we do have an opportunity, right? We do have an opportunity to, to create things and, and be more innovative in our approaches. So I guess my question for you is, you know, how have your experiences this year been different? What are some of the things that have been your challenges, but also bright spots that you've like, you know, I probably wouldn't have tried this in the past, but I'm doing this now and it, I can't imagine not doing it anymore, right? Yeah, so of course this year has brought a lot of different changes to the way we do things in education, you know, six feet of distance, wearing masks, not sharing materials, Um, hybrid and remote learning, different schedules. So those are challenges that not only we as educators have had to uh, figure out how to navigate our new world, but also helping the kids navigate that as well. And I think that really this year we've had, like you said, the opportunity to be innovative and reflective and very strategic about our instruction, what we're doing and why we're doing it. Um, Because 
we have had, or at least in my experience, I've had shorter amount of time with my, my students. You know, we're only in school for elementary four days a week. And my group times, I've had to adjust to accommodate the large number of students that I'm working with. So with that shorter amount of time, I wanted to make sure that I am doing the best possible job with them with what little time I have. And so I think that's something that has been a challenge for me and, and for educators across our division. Um, but I think that I've seen a lot more focus on relationships. Uh, you know, the kids are excited to be here. The teachers are excited to be here. You know, when we shut down last school year, that was devastating for not just us, but for the kids to be able to say goodbye and build those relationships that we spent all year um, working on. So I think a focus of relationship building has been important. Um, I've also seen that my students are making a lot more growth this year. You know, there's a more of a focus on growing and how, um, how that affects the kids motivationally and also, you know, celebrating those little wins you know, along the way. And so I think those are some really nice things that have come out of a very challenging year. Yeah, because, uh, and I think just from a kind of a broader perspective as well with the state and their accreditation system and looking at how we handle the, the standards of learning, there's been a, a real push towards, you know, taking a single test on a single day in May, does it always tell us how that child has done for the, the year? Does it prepare, a ch does it say that that child is prepared for life? Probably not. No, and and so growth has become um, something that I think the state has also embraced during this time as well. And I'm, I really look forward to kind of the future of, of that because, you know, all of our kids come to us in different places and they, they need to grow from where they start. Right. Not, not from where somebody said, because you're this age, you need to be right here. Exactly. And so, um, so I want to say, because you, you, you mentioned it, but I'll come right back to it. Um, your recommendations for the award. So people wrote things about you and said very wonderful things about you. But several times it was mentioned your unique ability to make meaningful connections, to build those relationships with your students. So how do you do this? And why is it so important to you? Well, first, let's talk about why, because, you know, research has shown the effect of building positive relationships with students and how that can not only increase their motivation for learning, but also lead to their academic success. So I think that that is the reason that we need to be focused on building relationships with our kids, um, especially for me, working with struggling readers, you know, they feel like they can't do things, they're not as good as their peers, and so it's very important to build that relationship with them to show them that, yes, you can, you can do hard things if, as long as you're persistent and you have someone there to support you. So I think that's important to talk about the why. Now, the how, um, that gets very tricky. Um, being a reading specialist, I get a lot shorter of a time to, right. to be with the kids. And I also see about 70 kids on my caseload this year. So... I think you have to be very intentional and genuine um, when you're building relationships with kids. You can't just say, you know, good job. You know, you have to think about what is it that they're doing? What can you say to them to encourage them, make them feel supported? 
Um, I try to make use of my transition times when I'm dropping a group off or yeah. picking them up, make, talking about their day, what are they interested in, and also bringing those interests when possible into our group. You know, I've got some, some kindergartners who love dinosaurs, so anything dinosaur-related that I could put a picture of a dinosaur right. with, the, right. with the letter right. that we're working on or put, you know, things like that that, that are grabbing their attention and getting yeah. their interest. Yeah, and, and, and children are the best at cutting through uh, <laughs> authenticity. They know when you're genuinely interested in them. Yes. And, and certainly that is, that is very true. Um, I think, you know, making time for them. You know, whether it's speaking to them as they're passing you in the hallway or, you know, wait, taking two minutes out of your time to generally talk to them about what's going on in their life and how they're feeling about it. You know, they just want to be heard. Yeah. And I think well, it's and, and I think it's very similar to all human beings, right? You know, <laughs> yes. that we, we all want to be valued and we all want to feel like we matter that we're, you know, we're around. And so, yeah, that's absolutely, um, very important to, to make those connections with kids. And it's hard because kids rarely ever get the opportunity to give their opinion and, and be able to speak about things that are going on in their life. So yep. if you give them that opportunity to talk about it with you and, and really listen to what they have to say, I think that's very important. Yep. Well said. So I um, want to kind of get your thoughts about things uh, because, you know, you, you kind of have a platform to, to speak about <laughs> education and I would, I would love for to hear your opinions about this. So Based on this year and what you see moving out, what what do you see the future of public education? And, and maybe, ultimately, where would you like to see it go? Well, I definitely think that education is going to find itself being more hands-on and more authentic in what we're doing. Giving children opportunities to do something that reflects their learning in an authentic way, not, as you mentioned before, just taking a, a test, you know, that shows that they can memorize a fact for a very short amount of time, but giving them the ability to apply those skills in an authentic context, I think we're going to find that that is where education is going. And I also think that that also leads itself to more opportunities for cross-curricular um, in instruction and being able to apply skills from multiple areas and not just one isolated content area. Um, and then I think our focus on college and career readiness. If that's ultimately what we want our students to be ready for when they leave us is to be able to be competent, whether they're going into a trade or a, or a career right away, or whether they're going to go to college and further their education more. So I think that those are the things that we're going to see moving forward yeah. in education. And, and you work with elementary students, and you, and you think about it because I, you know, I, I have a senior; he's mm -hmm. graduating right now, and and so I, I think back to when he started. The world and the expectations are so different now, and so I, I think back on okay, well, what are the things that he's learned that are going to allow him to be successful? And and it and it all comes back to things like did we teach him how to be a critical thinker? 
because that's universal, right? That's future proof. Did we teach them how to be able to collaborate with others and communicate in an effective way with others, how to be a good citizen? You know, we talk about the five C's, but they really are the things that our students need to be able to to have experiences with. And and I think starting at the elementary school is is a great place to do it. Give them relevance to why they're in school, you know, the, the, the age-old question of why am I doing this? Well, I think if kids can understand that, if they're doing this to, to build themselves to be able to be ready for life when, you know, when they, they experience it. And so I, I, I agree with that. I mean, I, my son is in kindergarten, so I think about all the things that even though it's elementary school, I think we need to give them those opportunities to, to work with their peers and think outside the box and how would you solve these kinds of problems because the earlier you can start them, you know, being able to think and process that way, I think we're setting them up for success in the future if we do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, uh, you know, I, I have a lot of, a lot of hope for, for what's, what's ha- going to happen in the future. And I will say that the fact that we have people like you, to 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 work with our students gives me even greater hope about our future because um, you know clearly teacher of the year is is a wonderful thing but I, I also just I think it's it goes without saying but I think it needs to be said is that all teachers deserve the respect um, in this country because. I think that that has waned over the years, and I think that it is so vital that this this country understand how important it is the work that is happening every day in our schools and and how hard and how dedicated and how child focused our people are uh, to to make sure that our children are going to be successful and I think that happens more now than it ever has I think so too with you know, the school shutting down last year due to the pandemic. I mean, you know, parents got to see firsthand, you know, the challenges that it is to to provide education yeah. to your children. So yeah. I would hope that is, as we're moving forward it, that we do value what teachers do. And, um, you know, we build the future with our kids. You know, they are our future. And if we don't invest in teachers – we can't invest in our kids. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is absolutely well said. Now, uh, Ms. Bethany, is there anything that I didn't cover that uh, you, you wanted to, to share? Huh? Well, I really just want to say, you know, I really feel that there are many deserving educators here in Amherst County. There's a lot of us who put our life into what we do, and we're very passionate about about teaching and helping kids of all ages grow. And, you know, even though I was selected as the teacher of the year, I think we should celebrate all the teachers in our county for doing what we do every day. Well, thank you for joining me, and congratulations on uh, an honor well-deserved. Now, uh, just for those that uh, are listening, the Amherst County Teacher of the Year then becomes the nominee uh, that we send forward to the state of Virginia uh, for the the state of Virginia's Teacher of the Year. So uh, that process is ongoing. Um, Probably won't know for probably into next year, next school year. Yes, I believe it goes into next school year in the fall. Fall. Yeah. 
And so we, we, we certainly wish you the very best of luck there. And uh, we'll, we'll keep everybody informed of how that's going. Um, for, for everyone else that's uh, listening, uh, I do want to echo uh, what Ms. Matheny has said, you know, that, that teachers give so much of themselves. And uh, I think that it's important that if you see a teacher or you have access to a teacher, please thank them. You don't know how uh, important that is for our, our teachers to understand that you value them as well. And so um, with that, um, I want to thank Ms. Matheny again for joining us. I want to thank the listener for joining us, and we hope that everybody has a great day. Thank you for having me.